Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Listen, we stuff this podcast with ads like Jonathan Sullivan used to stuff his face with hot dogs during the pregame for Saints games. If you don't like the ads, sign up and become a patron today. Patrons get access to this podcast ad-free. No ads Ever. And they get the Booze Bundle Welcome Box, four swag items, amazing, and a Saints player card, and you get access to the Discord channel. Why wouldn't you do it? It's 10 bucks. You're practically making money. So do it today. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up to become a patron. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints Happy Cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Rate us, review us, wherever you get your podcast. Give us five stars or don't give us any stars at all. Hey, it's like old times. It's just me and Dave tonight. Andrew's off fishing. Uh, Kevin is in parts unknown as usual. Hey, everybody in the live stream, how do you like the new setup that that Thomas uh, from Poland, he built that. Tomas. Tomas. Uh, the Spanish-Polish friend of ours. He built this for us. It's got video in the background moving. It's got a headline. It's got a nice tight boxes for each one of us. It almost looks professional, Dave. It's fancy. It is. It's very yeah. professional. Look at this. Wow. What were you <laughs> so, saying? What does he know that you didn't know? That you everything. About the layer, la- everything. Layers. layers layering. What file to use. Transparency. <laughs> just you name it. He knew it. I didn't. Uh, he walked it. He walked me through it. But it's fun because he he uh, he has all these foreign sayings that I don't understand. And he says he says Ralph, it's easy as piss, man. Why can't you stack it correctly? <laughs> Like, First of all, he's from Poland, and I love how you've given him a Hispanic accent. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, but you had a bone. So to... I, I like. Um, okay. So wait, wait. So you're paying him to insult you, basically. Basically, this, and do graphic work. Is, the graphic work he does for free. He, ins- he the, the I, insults I pay for. The graphics are free. Uh, uh, I love that turn is so so dave you had a bone to pick with me you watched my video and you're mad at me because i was stealing your jokes for the morning show so tell the people i gotta first of all i don't i don't even know if that's really my joke i think i stole (laughs) that from somebody too so i mean you know yeah the lawnmower lawnmower joke um (laughs) but uh you look good you had on a jacket i did all 
albeit it was just over a t-shirt uh, but <laughs> I yeah I'm not, you're going for like the rich billionaire like you're trying yeah to i'm going for like, like i'm going for like the uh the ipo of like of like plastic satellite.com that's worth like 700 million or we work worth worth like nine billion now it's worth like eight cents um yeah. You but, gotta, um, but yeah, you look good. But you gotta start off like when Les when Leslie Spoon's doing it. You gotta, you know, you gotta schmooze her a little bit when you first start. You gotta compliment her, you know, tell her she looks nice, you know, that morning or whatever. Yeah, come on. See, I'm not. I'm used to just locked in to trying to insult Paulson. I don't know how to give out compliments. Yeah, so, of course, he wasn't there. <laughs> he wasn't there to own me. Um, <sighs> speaking of getting, speaking of getting known, the Saints lost two in a row. Uh, Home field, number one seed, dreams are dead. Um, but I will say I'm not that upset of the loss. I wasn't upset yesterday that upset. And with Dana sleep on it, Dave, I the more I think about it, I just look at the Saints. And I'm just like, they just need to get healthy. They don't have anything wrong with them that health won't fix. But here's the question. How important is that division title in a year where home field doesn't really help you, right? Road teams have won more than they've ever won. You're not getting a bye. So the the division title is just a t-shirt and a hat, literally. Like, you're not going to be able to play in full of dome, fun, dome full of fans. So... How important is the division title besides the fact that we don't want Tom Brady to fucking have it? But but besides <laughs> but besides that, like does it really matter? And should the Saints consider just resting people, losing four in a row, but getting ready for the playoffs? Like how important is that division title to us? Well, I mean, they gotta win the division title first. So I mean, and you can't you can't rest your starters uh, until you actually win the division title. But so why can't gonna... you? They've already clinched the playoffs. But like that's what I'm saying. Like, how important is the division title? Well, I, you know, first of all, Peyton going. You know, as far as this year is concerned, 2020, Peyton said as much. Uh, you know, really the buy, the importance of the buy is getting that week of rest, which, of course, I think the Saints would really benefit from. Um, but other than that, like you said, there's really no home field advantage. Now, what I want to play in Green Bay in January. <laughs> no. uh, but that's no. where you're going to be playing. So, like. Right. But if you're, uh, you know, but if you're playing in Tampa Bay uh, or in a dome or something like that, then it's not really that big of a deal. Um so I, I, it's definitely a valid question over, you know, you, but I, you, you want the easier, you know, you want the easier path to, to, <laughs> well, to, that's, to that's get the to thing. the NFC championship and the higher seed you have than the lower seed you want that, you're going to be playing. You want, the, yeah, you want the, you, you want the two, if possible, you want that two seed because then you get to play seven and that's either like Arizona or maybe the Bears. So, right. But, that, but, but I mean, but. But this year, considering the NFC East, you know, ideally, I think a lot of people want to play whoever the NFC East. I don't know, uh, man. The thing is, winner is. I know it sounds crazy, but I, the 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 Washington defensive line against the Saints offensive line. If the Saints offensive line isn't healthy, that is a bad matchup for the Saints. Washington, like their offense is bad. I'm not going to pretend to say otherwise. And they had some more offensive. They're Good offensive people got hurt Sunday, so they may be even in worse shape. And look, they 
they you know they don't have their quarterback Alex Smith is still hurt but their defensive line could get after the Saints and the Saints could probably still win the game even if they didn't play well so that'd be good but I, I, the team that I would love to play if I had my choice would be if the Bears could get in and I know the Bears almost beat the Saints <laughs> in overtime but I think the Saints would just truck the Bears in a playoff game and I want revenge for 2006 I'm you know yeah. I'd rather have revenge on the Vikings <laughs> for 2017 and 2019. Um, well, you'll you'll get your chance uh, Friday. You'll get your chance to get Christmas revenge. Um, so, Drew Brees, he looked old. He looked like me getting out of bed. Uh, with my neck problems. Like it took him it took him like an hour to get warmed up. You know, he felt terrible. He had to get The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Loose. You had to stretch. You had to, hear, you had to have some stuff crack. You know, get loose. Um, but by the end, Dave, he I, I know Kansas City was kind of playing a little bit of pre-vintage, but I felt like Drew, considering that he was throwing to a bunch of hobos and Jared Cook, who has completely regressed and fallen off a cliff, like – Considering that, I thought Drew Brees looked pretty damn good at the end of the game, and I feel fine about him. I was, by the end of this game, I have to be honest with you. You know, maybe it was the fact that I won my fantasy football matchup. Uh, here we go. And I'm moving on to the finals. Uh, or maybe it was the fact that little Jordan uh, <sighs> got his first touchdown, uh, and I was a proud papa. By the way, Little Jordan and Michael Thomas combined this season have one touchdown. Oh, and by um, the way, yesterday was officially International UDFA Sunday. It little, was, yeah. little Jordan uh, caught a touchdown. Carl yeah. Granderson had a sack and had a crap penalty against him that was horseshit. Um, and Malcolm Roach had a good game. That's, I mean, that's the UDFA trifecta. I mean, none of my, none of my children were involved. It was all you and Andrews, but uh, it was yeah. UDF International <laughs> UDFA Day, Sunday. You know. Uh, yeah. So you know that made me feel good. Obviously, they lost, but one, I really wasn't expecting them to win. Two, they kept it closer than I thought it was going to be. And three, like you just said, I thought the the offense and Drew. Uh, finally looked pretty decent yeah. and got into a little bit of a rhythm at the end of the game. I mean, really, I, I I feel better about losing this game to the Kansas City Chiefs than I did last week watching them lose to the oh, Eagles. Oh, it's I not mean, even. The, yeah, and it's I'm not mean, even. And so that's the, so I'm not. I can't be mad about 
losing by three points to the Kansas City Chiefs. No, and if you who who, were, who who played great, I mean Mahomes. You know, we said it yesterday, at, right immediately after the game. It's ridiculous. He he. Yeah, I mean he the, the, the throw in the corner of the end zone uh, that the guy caught. That's that's uh, ridiculous. In the, in the back corner. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it's a it's a great catch, but it's a great throw to to put it in that spot. And he's going um, he, back. He's going backwards while he's doing that. Like, <laughs> it's it, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's so it's like uh, really. If 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 I kind of feel like if if the Chiefs were quarterbacked by any other quarterback in the, the league, Saints would have buried them. Uh, they, yeah, the Saints would have won. So. Um, Honestly, they're not paying Mahomes enough money. I know they're paying they're him a ridiculous not. amount, and they're not even paying him enough. But, um, but you know, looking back on the Eagles game, uh, I, I, it wasn't. I, I, we're we're a talented team. We're still a talented team. I just think that uh, I just think we weren't prepared and we didn't have the right think, game plan for the Eagles. I, I think you're right. I think looking back at it, I just think, I think, I don't think they under necessarily didn't take Jalen Hurts seriously. I think they did. I just think they underestimated his ability to be like, to make up his mind quickly. And once the Eagles got ahead, he did not have to put the ball at risk at all. So it was really just like his game. It was a game plan on training wheels. You know, it was kind of like Taysom when he was starting with the Saints. In those games where Taysom played, except for the Eagles game, the Saints were never behind. They were never really seriously threatened until the the fourth quarter of the Falcons game, the second one. Um, So Taysom was never in a position where it was like, Taysom, you better make this throw right now or we're not winning this game. And Jalen Hurts never was in that position. Um, But it's it's just sort of... It's perplexing to me that you can have such a mediocre game plan against the Eagles on defense and against Kansas City. You have a basically the I wouldn't call it a perfect plan because there's no perfect plan against Kansas City. They're just so goddamn good. But that's as good as a plan as you can have and they executed it as well as you can. And uh it just boggles my mind that from week to week that it was so inconsistent. Um I mean, but it's not, we, we've seen we've seen that movie before. <laughs> we have. Back to the offense, though. Uh, they I need to they need to fire off the breaking news siren about uh, signing Kenny Stills, Dave, because I look at their just receivers, and the thing is, the Saints receivers they're so bad now. If because it, it's basically Emmanuel Sanders and no one else that's even you know. NFL quality. We love little Jordan, but let's be real. He's not NFL quality. So I just worry that every... (laughs) uh, Excuse me? (laughs) Sorry, Dad. Uh, But I just worry that every team is going to be like what Kansas City did. We're going to blitz you, press man-to-man, dare you to get open, and the Saints don't have any receivers that can do it except for Emmanuel Sanders. And the thing is with Emmanuel Sanders, if you take him away, you got nothing. So that's my concern with the Saints going well, forward. You know what you could, you know what you could do in that situation? Run the ball. <laughs> you got to convert that's on third a, there's down. A, there's a novel concept, huh? You got to. Con- I've seen them convert. I have seen them convert third down on draws or screens yeah. or whatever. Uh, you know, if if you're not doing it 
through the air by passing the ball, you've got nothing to lose by trying to run the damn thing. No, I feel, uh, I feel, I feel so, honored. Skooks yeah. has joined the chat, and he says hashtag free Troutman. <laughs> hey, Skooks, I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna argue with me. I, I meant to bring it up with Andrew on the Grades podcast today before Andrew went like Ernest Hemingway out fishing or whatever the hell he's doing uh, tonight or tomorrow morning. I meant to bring it up with him, like Jared Cook. Not only is he dropping passes, like you could see, like Drew Brees is like cozying and up to him on the bench, like dude. When they do this, you need to run this route, and you need to be. We need to be on the same page. And Derek Cook was just like not having it. Like, like I think if the Saints wanted to, Dave, if they were like, look, we're playing the rookie. Like I have no problem with it because Jared, ever since that Tampa game where he was an absolute mess, he really hasn't bounced back from that in a consistent way. Um, yeah, I I'd like to see more of Troutman. I don't know whether he's. Uh... You know he's the he's the answer. I don't know if he's going to be the next Jimmy Graham or you know great tight end. But uh, how about I'm I just sure don't want like to see I just don't want to see Cook running bad routes and dropping balls anymore. How about that? Uh, well, I guess that's uh, fair enough. <laughs> I would they... love to see Cook making uh, game-winning touchdown catches. We've seen that we've seen that before too. Yeah, we. I mean, we have, but. <sighs> This de- this this offense, Dave. You know, like you said, they struggled running the ball, and I I used Peyton's excuse of hey they they didn't convert. You can't run the ball if you don't convert on third downs. And you brought up a good point is, you know, they didn't really attempt to run the ball as much. I have to say, if you are serious about winning the division and beating Minnesota, the Bears just ran for two hundred yards. Like, if there was ever a game where you're like, Murray and Kamara are going to get 20 carries each this this Christmas, it's the day, Dave. Because you know the Bears, they, they started Mitchell Trubisky, who's a, who's a, a disaster at quarterback. And you Minnesota knew that the Bears were just, if they could, they were just going to hand off every play, and they, they had no answer for it. So if, if, if ever there was a week to run the ball, it would be the week where your 40-year-old quarterback and his 11 broken ribs get a chance to heal and you have no receivers. Like, if there was ever a week that where Saints were going to run the ball, it's Christmas this Friday, I would think. No? I would hope so. I, I, I You know, I don't I don't get it. I would have liked to have seen it a little bit more this past week against the Chiefs. But, uh, you know, playing from behind, obviously, that's going to change your game plan. But, um, uh, that's that's why that's why taking an early lead – you know that's that's a big factor in in, in yeah. being able to run the ball and I mean if Peyton whenever Peyton gets behind that's it it's the run yeah. game's done uh, you know the only time we ever see the run game succeed is is when he, it either happens right off the bat from 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 <laughs> the word go uh, or Denver or, has no quarterbacks and they yeah, are totally Den- committed to yeah. it <laughs> yeah he um, Sean Peyton they, abandons. The running game faster than I abandon new microphones that I order from Amazon. <laughs> That's and it's frust- it's it's frustrating because I think that uh, I I think that they could do it. I think they could do it well. We're getting into the late season, the playoffs. You know, it's winter is coming, and uh, actually today coming. I believe is the first day of winter. You know, this is the time where yeah. uh, the teams uh, start running the ball more. I know we play in a dome, uh, and I know we may never even play out in the cold weather, but uh, 
still, this is. I, I, just, I would like. Please, let's let's see some more Murray. Let's just yeah. ground and pound with Platavius. Let's oh, go. Don't make me beg now. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Hey, Latavius Murray, I want to give him props. He almost. Got me a win in the semifinal of the Saints Happy Hour Children's League with a random touchdown against Chiefs, Chiefs because I had to start him out of desperation at running back. So uh, I want to I want to give him credit for that. Um, this past the pass rush, Dave, yesterday, and and me and Andrew talked about it, uh, but we and you and you did too, like Trey Hendrickson. Not and this is an Underhill stat that I'm going to steal. Not only does he lead the league in sacks, he's played 200 less snaps than all the other dudes that are there with him, like Aaron Donald and T.J. Watt and all those guys that are with him. At They're not leading because he leads the NFL in sack, but like the guys who are second and third, they played 200 more snaps than him. I'm getting to the point now with him, Dave, where I was, you know, even a couple weeks ago, I was like, well, he's been really great, but they can't afford to pay him. We just have to wish him well when some team pays him $75 million. I'm getting to the point now where I'm like, Mickey, you got to conjure up that Mickey Loomis cat magic, and you got to keep Hendrickson. He's too good. I like him too much. Maybe it's the blonde hair now, but mm-hmm. I'm totally enraptured, and I don't want him to leave. It's definitely the blonde hair. Are you talking about pro bowler Trey Hendrickson? I am. Oh, no. No, no, you're not. You're not talking about Pro Bowler <laughs> Trey Hendrickson. You're just talking about Trey Hendrickson. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's been great. He's uh, what I think tied for the lead in sacks, yeah. twelve and a half sacks, uh, with uh, Aaron Donald, which is uh, that's pretty incredible company. Uh, so, and they've needed everyone because Cam Jordan is not his normal self he's hurt well when is well that's i mean that's where i was going with this when is cam jordan what's left on his contract he's got a lot left because he he extended Uh, out i want to say a couple more years now the thing about cam jordan is he gave the saints a discount so like he's at like 15 16 million which isn't that much which was a great deal for him uh before this year when he regressed and decided that he would get ejected from games uh and oh by the way if you had a Saints player getting ejected for from the game for throwing a punch and it wasn't CD Deuce, you won the lottery. Like if you'd have told me a Saints defender was getting ejected from the Kansas City game for throwing a punch, I'd have bet everything I fucking owned that CD Deuce got ejected, then threw his helmet and had to be ushered off the out of the Superdome, uh, off the field. So seeing Cam Jordan get ejected was was kind of surprising in in a little bit, Dave. Just a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. That was. You don't think that was like a bullshit reason for getting ejected? Bullshit. The only thing yeah, that was I worse mean... than that was the fact that the referees did not call Kansas City for a single holding penalty on offense, despite despite the fact that the Saints 
defensive line was killing them by only rushing four. Yet, Kansas City managed to not have a holding penalty the whole game. I hate the referees. It's a conspiracy. Uh, I want to. I'm playing the X Files music. I'm. I'm tired of it, Dave. They hate the NFL. They hate us. Uh, they hate the fact that Sean Payton got the pass interference rule put in. They hate us for it. They hate the fact that we still complain about 2018. And they're out to get us. They're out to get us. I'm. I'm. I've, I've gone full tinfoil hat Saints fan guy. I don't care. That's where I am. I mean. I mean. I could. I could. I could maybe believe that they're out to get us, but not because I don't think it has anything to do with Sean Payton getting the the rule passed. I think it's well. I mean, they 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 basically torpedoed that rule by never overturning a pass interference call ever. Okay, and 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 they changed. They <laughs> took the rule back, and it's water under the bridge now. Hmm. I mean, you're basically saying referees are are more petty than Sean Payton a year after everything's been, been done. For. I'm just I'm saying that's exactly what that's exactly what I'm saying. We got some we got some petty refs. <laughs> we we we. I mean, how many refs and are to from? To be fair, they haven't. You know, Vinovich. He 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 still hasn't gotten what he deserves. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he he for, uh, not from the Saints. I mean. Uh, He's Peyton, never refereeing I, I, a Saints game in the New Orleans ever again. Like the I'm, dude, I, I, the I, I dude Peyton, who refereed the Tom Brady Tuck rule has never officiated a Raiders game the rest of his career. Like, no, I, I think it's a it's a wise move. It's, <laughs> it's a, a wise It's definitely a wise security move. Um, but I mean, like Peyton, he 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 he. He he didn't go over the top uh, with his with any comments. I didn't think as far as how we got screwed in that game. I mean, I no. I, I don't know. Maybe they didn't. Maybe I, I mean, they didn't lose because of the refs. I was just annoyed. I'm just I was just annoyed. Like that, you know, they dominated on defensive line and and they and they didn't get any holds. Because somebody in the chat room, uh, Mark, is like, is it okay if they lose? If they lose, good. Look, it's not okay that they lost. It's just that. They played Kansas City. Kansas City, I would argue, they're not only the best team in the NFL, they're the best team in the NFL by a good margin that we haven't seen in a in a while. Like it's Kansas City, a giant space, and then everyone fucking else. Like this isn't a year where you have like five or six or seven teams that are all similar. Like if Kansas City doesn't win the Super Bowl, it's a giant upset, in my opinion. So that's why I'm not as upset. And look, if they lose to Minnesota, I'll be upset. It'll be not quite as bad as the loss to Philadelphia, but three in a row is bad. So that's the thing, Mark. That's why we're not like we're not we're just not freaking out over this loss. And the thing is too, Dave, I have to say, you know I mean what, the two thousand seven Patriots is probably be the the last the last time you had a team like this, right? Maybe, yeah. That's I mean that's you know 2000 or the 2000 the 2009 Colts people felt like they were leaps and bounds above everyone. You know. Uh well, well uh, and they weren't, you know. But neither were the Patriots of 2007. We proved that is a lie. <laughs> um I lost my train of thought there, but as Cincinnati is just 
I only win it by seven. But the thing is with, with this Saints team, I know what I wanted to talk about, Dave. You know, at the beginning of the year, you know, the media, everybody said, oh, this secondary, they're, they're amazing. They're gonna, it's going to be the best secondary that Sean Payton's ever had. And they're making plays left and right against Drew. And the first month, they were a disaster. They were the most penalized team. They couldn't line up. They were busting coverages. Teams were running the bootleg against them, and, and just dudes were wide open. But I have to Don't say, Dave, from where they were in September to where they were yesterday – it's as big a turnaround in season as I can remember one unit of a Saints team making. Like that secondary, they were locking dudes down. Hmm. Can uh, I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to think of different units of Saints uh, Saints past. Uh, but, yeah, hey. maybe. Maybe I don't know. Can anybody in the chat and YouTube can it, can anybody tell us of of a Saints unit that was horrible to start and finished up real good? I guess you could say the 2017 Saints defense when they started 0 and 2, they finished up pretty pretty strong. Um, you know the offensive line when they benched Charles Brown. <laughs> <laughs> that's a oh, that's a good one. That's a <laughs> good one kidding. in twenty. That's a good one in twenty thirteen. The old, the classic um, I've seen enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, what was I gonna say? I um, I I but I it's I mean it. I don't. It's not that surprising. I mean that's kind of the Saints have. That's the defense has always been like that. It takes them a while to. I, yeah. I mean it, that happens in the game. It takes them a while to warm up a little bit uh, in each individual game, and it's also over the years. It's they've definitely gotten better um, later in the season as as they've progressed. For sure. Oh yeah, so, that's I mean, another. This... The Saints, they start shitty in 2020. Mm-hmm. Like in their game, like mm-hmm. besides Tampa. Yes, sure. And maybe I guess the Denver game, kinda. Like they have started, God, like God awful. Like I remember, yeah. like they used to have these great starts. Now they just they they start every week bad, and that's that's not good for playoffs. But uh, but you, no, you, but you can always, but you can always, yeah, but you can always trust them to. I think that you can out, always yeah. trust them to make the right adjustments. Um, and you know, so so you know, if a game starts off. Poorly for the for the Saints defense, I'm I'm at the point where I'm not necessarily panicking. I mean, you know, five years ago, ten years ago, thirteen years ago, forget it. That was it. I mean, that, they they would dig themselves into a hole. They wouldn't be able to get themselves rap, out of. Yeah. But uh, at this point, um, this point, I'm more worried when they when they get themselves in that position. I'm more worried whether the offense is going to be able to uh, keep their end of the bargain. And uh, and dig themselves out of the hole because I but I know the defense will eventually at some point lock it down, um, and I I think you know we talk about going into the play we talk about playoffs and seeding and going into the playoffs, uh, and and Kansas City being you know a way better team than everybody else, I think that if the I think if the Saints are going to do anything make any noise in the playoffs, I think it's going to come. At on the heels of the defense and them playing well, I think it's going to require the defense to really shut down opponents. I'm talking about keeping them to 14 points or less, wow. um, because I think that I think the Saints are going to have 
some problems on offense and scoring points. They're going to be playing better defenses. Uh, I don't know if I can trust the offense to be putting up See, 28, I, 30 I, points. And so, but so and I think the defense is, you know, un- unfortunately they're not a defense that comes out every single week and yeah. plays great and locks it in. And you know that you can trust them. In the, when, the, when the playoffs come, you can trust them to play lockdown. You have no idea what defense you're going to get. But I do know that if you get them on a good day, they can really shut down an offense. And that's how I think that that's the only way that they're going to really be successful in the playoffs. They're going to have well, to get I think, on defense at the right time in January. I don't know. I, I can see the Saints. I can see a scenario where the Saints lose their, their last two and every goddamn team in the NFC is like we want the Saints and they like they'll be like they go they have to go to the Giants or go to the Redskins and everybody picks them to lose in the upset they're like remember when they went to Seattle and lost to a team with a losing record they're gonna do it again but they'll have Michael Thomas back and their offensive problems will it'll be like a Michael Thomas will be the miracle cure and it'll be like wow they went to Washington and curb stomped the Redskins because Michael Thomas was back and he caught 13 passes for 135 yards and two touchdowns. Like, I, 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 I worry about them to a certain extent, but I just know you get Michael Thomas back. You know, you uh, get a little bit of health on offensive line. And, oh, by the way, um, you know – uh, Pete, he I know people people bang on him and he got injured yesterday and he left, but he came back and he did fight he did fight through that ankle injury, which was pretty big because the Saints didn't have Nick Eason. So, um, you know, I, I'm not I'm not ready to give to give up on the Saints. I still think that I think think there's a lot to play for. And look, if the Rams can lose at home to the Jets, Dave. Anything's possible in the NFC playoffs. <laughs> and oh, by the way, I know no one cares because this is a Saints podcast, but if you have any Jet friends, give them a virtual hug today. I have a couple of Jet friends. <laughs> they were despondent over winning, over winning that football game yesterday. Yeah. I had one friend. He told me it's it was the worst Jets experience of his entire life. <laughs> Upsetting a playoff but, team. Yeah, upsetting a playoff team on the road. He said, Ralph, it's the worst Jets experience of my life. We were about to have a franchise-changing quarterback. All we had to do was go on the road and lose to a division-leading team, and we couldn't even do it. So, <laughs> Typical, typical, typical New York sports fan. Typical Jets. And I can say that because I'm a New York sports fan. <laughs> um. And oh by the oh by the way everybody listen, sign oh, up annually for a Christmas special. You get two months free, uh, and you get the uh, booze bundle that my, my will ship you out. So you should take advantage of that before uh, that. That's gonna end Christmas night after the Saints Vikings. You should take advantage of that. It's an awesome deal. Um, if the Saints. Now? Don't get uh, Traquan Smith back this week, or they don't sign Kenny Stills. Uh, Why? W- Why is I thought what, I thought Kenny Stills was on Houston. What happened? He, they, they did. They had a they had a quote unquote amicable parting of the ways where like they cut him. When was they, this? 
I don't know, like a month ago. He's just been hanging. He, he, he's been hanging around. He's, he's a problem. Like, he is a problem. Well, isn't like, that, uh, that's, that was my whole thing. It's like, yeah. didn't they, wasn't he a locker room problem? Isn't that why they got rid of him? They're not there bringing is. him back. That is that is why they got rid of them, and that's why. I know, the, I know we're desperate, but but that's the thing, Dave. We are desperate. They're like <laughs> the options be limited on December twenty first, and Kenny Stills knows the playbook. Like sometimes I mean, you got to kiss and make up with sh- people you don't like. Surely, surely Andy Tanner's not doing anything <laughs> right now. <laughs> Who's more I mean, likely to, to catch a pass? Go to the, Lang, go to Langensteins, and go go find him. He's bagging groceries. Get him out on the field, and uh, let's go. <laughs> Question for the chat room. More likely to catch a pass for the Saints in 2020, Andy Tanner or Kenny Stills? <laughs> that is a good question. Not... The, answer is, the answer is C, none of the above. <laughs> <sighs> I'm not. So um, uh, before we get to the the hotline, I got to mention. Good... I, uh, I haven't heard any of it yet. Uh, if you listen, if you're a patron, you get the unfiltered version of the hotline. We had a Falcons fan stumble Whoa. into the hotline this week. We uh, a troll? But you got to be a patron to listen to that one. Uh, I cut it. I cut it out because he's he. Even though he was a Falcon fan, he did a really poor job of insulting, and he's kind of boring. So become a patron, and you can get the unfiltered hotline. But people, people were angry. The one thing we haven't even touched on, Dave, is, um. Listen. <laughs> I mean, Anzalone, what are you doing, my guy? You have got to fall on that ball. And I don't want to – all these people, well, it's, it. it's a hard play to make, and it's, you, you're diving, and he wasn't trying to pick it. Dude, you you got to fall on that ball. Dude, you just do. Like, you got you to gotta score a touchdown there, Dave. Sean Payton needs to fucking bring Curtis Deloach in to practice this week uh, and run fucking drills and so everybody can fucking know how to goddamn, on special teams, knows how to jump on a fucking football. <laughs> you you aren't kidding. You aren't kidding. Um uh, no, I mean, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Yes, if he had, if he was on that football, the Saints very much uh, might have won this football game. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I feel bad. I mean, he, he knew it immediately. He was, he was hitting himself in the head and banging the ground. He was frustrated with himself. I mean, he, he knew he blew it. He knew that he blew his, his chance. Uh, yeah, he was, he was, uh, he was as sad as the rest of us. <laughs> But uh, yeah. some, unfortunately, unfortunately, he's the only one that gets paid to get to jump. I know. So I forgot. Uh, I think it was. I think it was Alfredo on Twitter tweeted me. He said you needed to play this soundbite. It was. It was Luigi going. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> and I, I forgot to uh, to cut the sound. But uh, somebody in the chat room says that I need to play the ER music because the Saints are so beat up. Um, Dave, I didn't even know we had ER music. We did. We because we had we had Dr. Thomas Thomas Finkel. Uh, uh, he came on and broke down Drew Brees' eleven broken ribs and punctured lungs. I think it was, Fink, it was Finky. Not Finky, Finkel. yeah, Finky. Yeah. So he came on. So I, I had the ER music for him. Uh, he's been helping me. He's been helping me with my neck. Thanks, Doc. Uh, but I, I was trying to think. Is this the most injured the Saints have been 
since tw- this is the most injured they've been since 2017 when they literally were the most injured team in the NFL. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, it's hard to beat that. It is. It is hard to beat that, but I said it. I said it on the morning show today for Channel Four. You know, if I told you in August and I said, "Look, uh, Michael Thomas is not going to score a touchdown in 2020. Drew Brees is going to miss a month. Armstead and Emmanuel Sanders are going to get the Rona. Traquan Smith is going to get injured. Um, Davenport is going to miss a month." Uh, if you'd have told me that, Dave, I'd have been like, you have to put me in a coma the rest of 2020. I don't want to live in – I don't want to be in a world where this horrible year I have to watch the Saints go 6-10. and 10. I cannot stomach that with everything going on in the world. Wake me up in 2021 when that's over. I don't want to see it. I mean, fortunately, all of that didn't happen all at once. Um <laughs> But, um, but I, I, honestly, up up until up until this past week, I, I thought it was we were OK. Yeah. Um, you know, this is a deep team. You know, I, I think all of this speaks to how how talented and how deep of a roster the Saints have built, um, you know, thanks to good drafting. Thank you, Jeff Ireland. Uh, I, I appreciate you um, joining our franchise and totally changing uh, our roster. Supposedly Carolina um, wants them. They're going to interview them. Who? Carolina, because Carolina fired oh. their GM today. Uh, the Saints should do everything they could possibly do to um, to keep them. I don't know what that would be because obviously Jeff Ireland can't be, you know, upgraded to the general manager. That's Mickey's job. So I don't know. That's going to be tough, but. They need to. They need to at least duplicate whatever Jeff was doing. Uh, <laughs> if Jeff leaves, um, I don't know. Though, I don't know but, though that uh, that going to Carolina would be a promotion for him because the co- the coach for Carolina does everything. So, um, but continue. But uh, no, I was feeling okay about the injuries up until this last game. You know, this last game. You know, I, they they took a lot more than they than they usually take with uh, C D Deuce and Trey Hendrickson, which I don't think was very is going to be serious. Um, Marcus Williams and uh, Marcus Williams. Uh, so, but uh, you know, this is it's week 15, 16. Uh, everybody's banged up. You know, everybody's dealing <laughs> with this. Uh, so. It's just it's the nature of this league. This league. Hashtag this league. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's it's 944. So let's get to the... Uh, I'm going in cold to these. I haven't heard these yet. The uh, Ho, 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 fellas. Naughty or nice. Tis the season to perform. You are in luck because Manscaped Performance Package is the ultimate man's hygiene bundle and makes for the perfect gift. Imagine opening an attractive box that says, Your balls will thank you with the most sought-after gadgets and scents a person could find. Included in this new package is the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, which is waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. 
look, guys. 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. Why not use the best tools for the job here? This bundle includes the Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, the best trimmer on the market for your balls, butt, and body. Tis the season to manscape. So get yourself, your dad, your brother, and friends the best gift of all, the Manscaped Performance Package. Let's not forget their famous liquid formulations, the Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, and Crop Reviver Ball Toner to maximize your ball hygiene routine. Get the Performance Package now and receive their two free gifts, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. The performance package is the best value that Manscaped has to offer and is hot off the shelves. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Thank you, Manscaped, for making our holes look sexy. Here's the uh, the hot the uh, the hotline for uh, week uh, 15 against the Kansas City Chiefs. It's time for this week's hottest takes from the Saints Happy Hour Hotline. I just want to conduct a search party for Sean Payton's balls because his ambush and flea flicker and challenge flag rain and days are over, and he's now the guy who bent over for Goodell and doesn't trust his future Hall of Fame quarterback to get eight yards with the game on the line. As we've learned with anything in 2020, it's all just a bunch of horse shit. <laughs> so fuck it. Uh, that's it. That's, that's, that's the voicemail. That's it. That's it. Play me on the show. Uh, don't play me on the show. I don't give a fuck. I hope we get to play those pussies again because next time we play the Chiefs, we'll have Michael Thomas. Drew Brees won't be throwing to a bunch of scrubs. I mean, we have our full team. I mean, we blow them out of the dome. It would be close. So, fuck Kansas City. Just depressed. To beat the Chiefs, should have brought our A game. We didn't. Got any good uh, alcohol recommendations? So I actually went to the game today, and there were, like, freaking six people in my section, the entire section. But one of them was a Chiefs fan. And this Chiefs fan kept freaking tomahawk chopping. And I'm like, oh, my God, that just that's just so absolutely fucking racist. I can't believe it. <laughs> like, our words changed their name. The Chiefs are still the Chiefs somehow. God knows how that happened. And this lady's up there tomahawk chopping, which just seems wrong on so many levels. But if, you know, I couldn't even really taunt her the way I wanted to taunt her because Anzalioni couldn't fall on a fucking ball. Fall down, hold in your arms, fall down. That's all you have to do. That's that's it. That's it. That's it. And then I get to taunt. I get to taunt this person. You don't do it. And it's just like, like, what are we even living for? I don't even know. Look, I'm not even mad about this. Fucking Breeze with, like, fucking all his ribs shattered into just fucking dust. He's out there throwing to, like, fucking Bobby Boucher from the XFL or whatever. And we're hanging in with the goddamn Chiefs. If fucking Michael Thomas is on IR and gets fucking healthy and this team can actually overcome some of that shit, I mean, we will kick the fuck out of everyone in the playoffs. I'm actually really impressed with this fucking skeleton crew hanging in like this. And, I mean, honestly, yeah, that L fucking sucks, but this is cool. I ain't even mad, yo. Who that? I ain't even mad, yo. Um, yeah, so that's the that's the hotline. The He butchered Anzalone. 
Anzalione, he butchered it, that name like like I would. He might need to be uh, filling host. That dude, if I get that dude stomach was wasted. That dude was wasted. <laughs> I'm sad. I'm I'm sad that uh, your boy didn't call. Yeah, in. he didn't. Yeah, he didn't call yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. He uh that's he's my just, he's my favorite because he his his call isn't so much about the Saints. It's just about life in general and what's going on with him at that moment. You know, and it goes into weird places and he he didn't he didn't, he didn't call this week. I didn't even I didn't even clip him out, you know. He he might have been so despondent about losing to the Chiefs that uh that uh yeah. he uh he couldn't he couldn't take it. But uh Speak- I'm noticing. I'm noticing that Mr. Juge isn't in the chat. Is that because he's on whatever uh, male bonding? He was there. Trip? I saw Mr. Juge. He hopped in. He was. He was in the chat early. Uh, oh, okay. okay. He said happy holidays. But oh me- yeah, yeah. No, there he is. There he is. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. So now we got to get to the uh, the world famous but uh, always polarizing uh, <laughs> mailbag with uh, our theme song. Uh, Polish Tom Thomas, he's gonna make us custom backgrounds Tomas. for each one of us. Uh, that's his next project that I've got him on. So, so people in in the, in the YouTube chat, you should nominate like what each custom background for each of us should be. Like for Andrew, for Dave, for Kevin, for me, who, what yeah, should what the should custom backgrounds be? be? Maybe um, maybe it should be like maybe mine should be like shirts uh, hanging. <laughs> Like in a store or something like that, I liked I liked my suggestion for Kevin, which was having a, a random weird creepy woman. woman in the background of his apartment. <laughs> Here's a question uh, from somebody named Andrew Juge. Do you miss me? New phone. Who dis? Get the fuck out of here. Shouldn't you be? <laughs> what a loser. Shouldn't you be beating a 50 year old woman at tennis or reeling in a blue marlin or some shit? Uh, this is from Alfredo, Dave. What CF, What college football player do you want Santa to bring the Saints? What are the and what are the best alcoholic drinks to pair Christmas Day with family and Saints Vikings? Mm, okay. Wow. This is this is a lot. This is a lot here. Uh, college player? I don't know. I have no idea yet. I haven't. I'm not even thinking about that yet. Uh, nobody from LSU. How about that? <laughs> I want that um, quarterback then, <laughs> from from uh, North Dakota Western State, Lance Ricks or whatever his name is. I want uh, or or Zach Wilson from BYU, but he's going to be long gone by the time the Saints pick. Yeah, um, I mean we're going to be picking thirty seconds. So yeah, like, really, it doesn't even matter. Um, also, by the way, tomorrow my Green Wave uh, play play uh, in their bowl game. Yeah, uh, the Idaho Bowl. What's um, the line now, on the Idaho hey, Bowl? Are they, uh, are they favored? It was five. Now I think it's three. Is that the blue field? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's going to be fun. Uh, so. Uh, now, wait, 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 wait. Now, the more important part of the question yes, right. was uh, which which uh, alcoholic beverage goes good with what? With family and football? Family and Christmas and Saints football. Um, I mean, I would, I'd probably sip on a little eggnog. I like Southern Comfort eggnog, the vanilla. Yeah. And regular Jack Daniels. It's really good, Alfredo. 
just buy the carton. It'll be like it's like five thousand calories. Just mix it in. Have your own bowl and just go to town. It's Christmas. Nobody can, nobody can can deny you anything on Christmas. <laughs> here's a good question from <laughs> here's a good question from King of Shrewsbury. How is Jared Cook so big and useless? <laughs> I don't know. Why, Jared, why is he so polarized? I mean, like he's Jared Cook has made some big plays for the Saints. Jared Cook has come up. Uh, big. His expect the thing is for him it. though, his expectations for why? him. Why? Is it, why are his expectations? Because so high? at the end of last year, he was wrecking people. You know, and the expectations for him he's were like, very he's high. He's like almost as old as Drew. He, he's yeah. Well, I mean, he's no, he's not that old. But I mean, the thing is, Jared Cook, his, uh, his. His basically year and a half with the Raiders and his year with the Saints last year, like that was the aberration. Like the Jared Cook you got this year that it can't catch and doesn't run the wrong routes and is kind of boneheaded. Like that's him his whole career, except for like this little bit of stretch of time with the Raiders and the right. Saints. So like right. big and useless Jared Cook that we're seeing now, like that's 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 normal Jared Cook. Right. Uh, this is from Enriquez. This it's is not like an action. corn on the cob. Why do they call it corn on the cob? That's how it comes. It's, that should just be corn. <laughs> and it should be called corn off the cob when it comes in the camp. doesn't uh, make sense. Um, this is not an actual question from Enriquez, but he says, I'm here to post a reminder to play the sad <laughs> and Saloni music. <laughs> um, how did this thing... This is a question from Sammy. How did the Saints defense compare do compared to other Chiefs opponents in terms of points per possession? I don't know that, Sammy, because that's too much stat nerds for me. But the Saints yeah. were the first team Get all year. Get out of here, nerd. Yeah. They were the first team all year to make the Chiefs punt six times. You know? And at one point, Mahomes was under 50% completion. Like, there's... You can't play better defense against the Chiefs than the Saints did. Like, I mean, I know they, they get – the, the, basically the Saints were like, hey, Chiefs, go ahead and run the ball. We don't even care. In fact, that's what we want you to do. And it almost worked because the Saints didn't give up big plays. They just needed – like, they needed just a couple more, Dave. They just – not even – they just needed – they just needed a couple more turnovers, you know? But the thing is, Mahomes, he, he did all his turnovers last week against the Dolphins, and the Dolphins wasted them. Okay, Dave, I did not know this existed, and I don't know what this is. You'll have to explain this to me. Uh, Enriquez says, FOCA has a team memorable moment snow globe for certain teams, oh, and the Saints FOCA. is rebirth? Is this true? Yeah. Can you... Can you buy a Steve Gleason snow globe of the punt yeah. block? Yeah. Oh my God! Does it have the sa- Does it have the call from Jim Henderson? Like when you shake it, and does it play the call? <laughs> now that's some higher level thinking. Um, I don't even know if it makes any sound. Um, I think it might just be the the snow what? globe itself. But um, you- yeah, I've seen that because uh, I have an account with them through Campus Connection. So, I mean, like, I get all the marketing emails, and I've definitely seen that before. Because somebody, somebody else maybe on Twitter asked um, if I could make a shirt that had, that had like, a snow globe on it, but it had the <laughs> Shy Tuttle stiff arm. <laughs> um, 
If you could have a snow globe, I think every, I think I think every team, but I, I I think the deal is I think they did one for every NFL team, and each NFL team it has like their one memorable play on it somehow. Yeah, if you could have a Saints snow globe and you wanted to have one memorable play, uh, and it wasn't obviously rebirth, what would it be? Um, it would be when CD Deuce got slapped <laughs> and his, his mouth guard pulled. <laughs> I was trying to think. I was trying to think of this question today. Uh, I think it would be, it would be the buttception by Lattimore. <laughs> that's that's the one I would want as a, as a snow globe. That would, that would make for a great snow globe. Would be him, him lying on the ground and the ball on his on his ass. Yeah. Like, um, oh, man. oh, this is a good this is a good question. Who had the worst first season debut? Spags for the Saints or Peel or, or uh, Polini for LSU. That's that's a close call, Mr. Jones. I I would say Spags was worse because Polini's defense was bad, but it wasn't like historically bad in a lot of LSU categories. In fact, it actually fell ass backwards into turnovers and had a bunch of pick sixes and defensive scores and we'll remember it for being bad but like the 2012 Saints is like worst in the history of the NFL bad so I gotta go uh, Spagnola here's a question from Chris yeah though, wait no I <laughs> go ahead I totally I totally agree with you Ralph but I think calling it their first seasons um, I don't their think only season I don't. Yeah, I don't think that's grammatically <laughs> correct. They didn't call World War One World War One until they had the Second World War. <laughs> it was originally called the Great War. So I don't think I don't think calling it their first season is uh, correct. Yeah, <laughs> that but implies other seasons. <laughs> I think he might have asked. I mean, I think he might have asked this question uh, before Polini got the uh, the old heave ho from LSU though. Um, this is a question. What is more critical need down the stretch in the playoffs? Dante Harris or Callaway healthy? You can't have both. Deont- you got to pick Deont- one. Deont- Deontay Harris. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, by the way, this, by the way, you're, you're screwing this up. Reminds me last night. I texted y'all. I was watching, uh, whatever the Saints, the CST, the local Saints show with Deuce McAllister and, uh, Scott Shanley and, uh, hosted by Victor Howell. And Victor Howell is like, uh, he kept calling. He called little Jordan, uh, little John. He was like, "Oh, I think fans are going to be surprised when they see this guy, little John, scored a touchdown." And, he, and Juice <laughs> was like, "It's little Jordan." <laughs> little Jordan. Little. Uh, so anyway, it was. But the thing me. is, the little Jordan, him scoring a touchdown, like all, it it it, it gave it it birthed a thousand Jordan memes on the twitters. It was just fantastic. Oh, by the way. Uh, Oh, yeah, so another you tweeted question. me. That tweet had like 50 likes. Yeah. People were like all excited for me. It was. It, it, it felt like you <laughs> scored the touchdown. It really did. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I didn't realize it was him. I thought it was uh, I thought it was the other. I thought it was Jerome right, well, Johnson. <laughs> well, I got to I got to admit something. It's uh, <laughs> when the when he caught the pass and it came up on the screen and it said um L Humphrey and I'm like, Al Humphrey. I'm like, who the fuck is Al? <laughs> You're like, oh, it's my boy. Because <laughs> I, I mean, it's always Little Jordan. I mean, you know. Mm. And I'm like, Al Humphrey. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? And I'm like, 
wait a minute, that's a little Jordan. And I, I freaked out, but it took me like 20 seconds to put it together because, I mean, I just, I didn't even think that was within the realm of possibility. I mean, I knew he was suited up, but I knew he was playing, but God, I never thought he would catch a touchdown pass. So, so anyway, that was, that was that was the highlight of my So we didn't get to it because, because I don't really care about the Pro Bowl, but here it is, Andres Pete made the Pro Bowl, Teron Armstead made the Pro Bowl, Lattimore, Kamara, Cam Jordan. Who's the biggest snub? It's got to be. DeMario, like, DeMario Davis is going to make it into Canton and never make the Pro Bowl. Like, that man, what does he have to do to make a Pro Bowl? Like, he's awesome. Yeah. The Saints win. Their defense is ranked number one. Dave, what does he have to do? I, I don't know. Look, Andrew's not here, but if he was here, I know what he would say, and I'll and I'll say it for him. I, you know, the whole Pro Bowl thing. This is what voted by fans. I mean, it's this, like a this third fan, thing, third coaches, third players. It's 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 a God, it's a load of horse shit. Um, it's total <laughs> crap. Uh, that's uh, that that some of these players make it in. And other players don't make it in, never make it in. Marcus Colson never got voted in. That's unheard of. That's ridiculous. Um, Demario Davis, I, again, this is now the second Saints player where it's just like absurd that these people aren't getting in. But I have to admit, I think Trey Hendrickson, not him not getting in is, you know, is is more of a surprise and more of a snub, you know, Demario, Demario does things, does a lot of things that don't necessarily show up on the stat sheet and that make him valuable. And he's a locker room guy, a locker room presence, a leader, and that's what also adds to his value. Um, so it's almost understandable that he gets snubbed or that that's <laughs> overlooked. But when you have Trey Hendrickson who, again, like we said earlier, has 12 and a half sacks and is tied with the Aaron Donald, who people would choose, would potentially vote as, you know, MVP. Defensive MVP, sometimes regular MVP for a hot minute. Yes, for sure. Um, uh, And sacks is the the gold standard of how everyone measures defense. Right. Well, I mean, but it's it's just it's it's a it's a number. It's a it's a fact that you can hold in your hand that is solid um, that you can say, yes, look, here's the number right here. He's right up here at the top of the list. You know, with DeMario, you can't necessarily do that. But with Trey Hendrickson, you could say he's got 12 and a half sacks. He's tied with Aaron fucking Donald yeah. for the most sacks. How is he not in the Pro Bowl? It's a lot easier to say that. And, and that's what's surprising to me. I mean, the thing is, <laughs> sacks is basically the to me it's the equivalent of a defensive player scoring a touchdown basically right it's like it's like you measure you measure defensive ends and 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 outside linebackers not that that's not that that's really right i mean not that there's not so much no there's other stuff but that's how casual people and media judge it and and for him to lead the league for him to lead the league lead the league in sacks and not get voted in. And I understand that, like, the Pro Bowl, yeah. sometimes it takes you a year, but not anymore. And you know who's the worst offender of the Pro Bowl vote? It isn't the fans and it isn't the coach. It's the fucking players. Like, the players don't know dick because they don't watch the other games and they don't know. And I know, obviously, football players are better than us at playing football, but I would put a normal fan's knowledge of 
teams against any player because they just don't know. But it's it's infuriating because uh, the Saints have the goddamn leader in NFL sacks and he didn't make the Pro Bowl. Well, you know what's crazy? This this is a good story actually, and this is a true story. Then whatever game that was with Trey, when Hendrickson had like three sacks, and it was yeah. uh, a Sunday night. Was it a Sunday night game? Yeah. What, yeah. Uh, and I texted my all my close buddies from New York. You know, we're all we're still since eighth grade. We're all best <laughs> friends, uh, and, and they're all and they're sports fans. Yeah. They're football fans for sure. And I texted them. I'm like, well, I guess you guys know who Trey Hendrickson is now. And they're like, who? Who? And then <laughs> and. Uh, and I, I am fairly no. positive, and I'm fairly positive that if I texted them right now, even four weeks later or whatever, uh, they, I would, if I said, hey, you guys know who Trey Hendrickson is, they would have no idea. They would, they would have absolutely no idea. He's the. How is this possible? Why he's is the this? sexy dude with the bleach blonde hair. What? Is it just because nobody's talking? Is it just the media is not talking about him? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't understand this. The national media doesn't talk about the, this. The, the national media they can only can, they can only hold two NFC South storylines in their head at the same time. So you got Drew Brees's broken ribs and Aaron turmoil Rogers. in Tampa, <laughs> and that's the two stories. And they can't they can't hold the third story in their head, and that would be Trey Hendrickson leading the league in sacks. The only national person that loves Trey Hendrickson unconditionally as much as Saints fans is Mina Kynes because she said in the summer <laughs> he's going to be good and get like eight sacks. So she is like queen of the Trey Hendrickson uh, fan bandwagon. But that's the, that's, she's literally the only national person that I can think of that has said nice things about Trey Hendrickson consistently and would actually know who he is. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. This is a good question from Balky Dave. RR. Current wide receiver are our current healthy wide receivers hobos, bums, vagabonds, or vagrants? Well, let's break <laughs> it down. I think they're grifters. Grifters is that one? Drifter, like, well, like a hobo, like they go and travel on trains. I would say, correct. A a va- I would a hobo's say, got the stick and the a stick and the and the clothes hanging in the in the laundry uh, uh, sheet at the top. I gotta look up the definition of vagabond because, because I feel like a vagabond. Um, what about a gutter punk? Yeah, a person who wanders from place to place without a home or a job. See, they have jobs. They're Saints wide receivers, so you can't be a vagabond. Um, okay, scratch that one off the so list. This is good. Vague. Uh, what about let's see, vagrant. Vagrant, an unexpected or inexplicable change. No, that. Vague. That's that's uh, vagary. <laughs> Va- let's see. Um, I would say. I would say if I. Uh, I would say if I had to look at it, I would say they're not they're not bums because because look, no. uh, 
little Jordan caught a touchdown. So they're they're like they're somewhere between. Andy Tanner would be a bum because he used to have a job and now he doesn't. <laughs> I feel like I feel like a bum is somebody who lost his job. Yeah. Well, did a did 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 uh did Andy Tanner? He never really had a job though. Uh, a vagrant is a person without a settled home or regular work who wanders from place to place and lives by begging. That's Andy Tanner. That's, see, that's Andy Tanner. See, I would say that because I would say like <laughs> that's Andy Tanner. <laughs> yeah, like Andy Tanner was definitely a vagrant. Um, <laughs> Juwan Johnson might be. Um, Tommy Lee, Tommy Lee Lewis. Somebody called Tommy Lee Lewis on Saints Twitter. They called him He's the a vagrant, too. they take they called him the death midget. Which I thought was incredibly mean, but also the perfect nickname for that guy. I, so, think, it's, I think it's Death Little Person. I think <laughs> Death Little. I would say the Saints are, um, they're hobos. I would say that's where, when we, when we break it down scientifically, I would say they're hobos. Um, I, I, lo- <laughs> I love that, like... Of all the questions we get, this is the one we take the put most, in the most effort. We, we give the most in effort the history of this podcast. You know, we're like doing research. The, the guy asked stuff. me like points per possession for Kansas City, and I was like, <laughs> "Get out of here, nerd!" But like, Balky asked me too: "Is it is is the Saints wide receivers are they hobos, bums, vagabonds, or?" Vagrants. I'm going to Google and I'm Googling definitions and we just spent 15 minutes on it. That's what makes this podcast special. Uh, I should let you know that, yeah, if (laughs) if if anybody (laughs) you need to isolate, this needs to be the audio that you isolate and like if anybody's ever never listened to our podcast, that should be what they listen to first, just so they yeah. know what they're getting into yeah, right off I think the bat. That clip, I have to get Thomas to clip this one. Uh, time coded uh, a minute eight, an hour eight. We we we, we broke down the <laughs> Write that well, down, boss. <laughs> like he's not listening so, right now. Like he should be listening and taking notes, actually. Yeah, yeah he's asleep, man. In, in Poland, it's it's Poland, it's four thirty in the morning. Um, so. On brand that our intern lives in Poland. Poland. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it just is. It's magical. I thought it was spam when he sent me his resume. I really did. I was like, what is this? Somebody, like a bot, like a bot crawled the Twitters and was like, they're looking for work and I'm going to get all, the, I'm going to get Ralph, all ba- Ralph's bank account numbers and personal information. He's thinking he's hiring, but he's not. Um, so Dave, you would, and you you would think that like like we do all this stuff on purpose, like because we're like comedic masterminds. No. But we, this shit just comes, it just happens. It just, just happens. Our, we have a talent for accidental comedy. It's a gift. <laughs> it's a gift. This this whole operation is just accidental saints jokes and comedy it just never it never ends it never ends um all right so the saints are hosting the minnesota vikings christmas day 3 30 dave i saw this line and i gasped and i'm a gambling degenerate yeah. so you so you know if it? i gasped i was like it stunned me Saints are a seven-point favorite over the four, over the six and eight Minnesota Vikings. Oh wow! No, I would take the Vikings with that. 
Um, so wait, let me, let me, I'm not a degenerate gambler like you. So like, what's the deal? Like, when do you, are, are you like sitting at some website refreshing the page, waiting for the lines to come out? Or do you have well, like some sort of tradition where you do it at a certain time? Uh, well, I mean, basically like I'll, I'll look at the lines. <laughs> I haven't, ga- I haven't gambled on college football take at me all. inside the mind of an addict. Yeah. I, I gave up college football this year cause it's just too insane with, whole teams getting COVID and you never know what's going on. So I haven't gambled too much on college, but basically what I'll do is I'll get the lines on like uh, today or last night. I'll look at them and I'll look at games and I'll look at the lines, especially the double digit uh, underdogs, because I bet every under every, uh, every double digit underdog, I bet them every team every week. So I'll look at the double-digit lines, and I'll look, and I'll see, like, uh, do I want to wait, like, on the Jets, right? Because that line might go up. So I know that I have to bet the Jets because that's my every – I bet every double-digit dog. So I might wait till the last possible time to bet the Jets because I think the line will go up. But on the other side, if, if I look at a game, I'll be like, eh, it might go down. I'll bet it. Like the Saints game, I'm completely staying away from it. It started at seven and a half. It's gone down to seven. Um, so that just shows me that every everybody's betting on Minnesota, which makes me kind of want to go the other way because the public is stupid when it comes to gambling, Dave. So it kind of makes me want to go the other way. But who do you have for Saints Minnesota uh, Friday? And will you be watching with your family, or will all your Christmas festivities be over by then? Um, no, I think the my. F- no, I think yeah, we'll all be there. It's, it's we're just having my in-laws over. That's it tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I'm not tomorrow on uh, Christmas Day. Uh, it's a small, small event. Um, uh, I'm sure they'll be there. Yeah, I'm sure we'll watch it together. I. Uh, I don't know if this is true or not. I f- I feel like this is a thing. H- have the Saints like ever lost three games? Well, yeah, no, they've lost three games in a row under they Peyton. Lost, what am I saying? They lost. I mean, they've st- they started they started zero and five. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I was thinking. Yeah. I don't know why I was thinking that. Um, I but I I I, I you know Minnesota is a decent team. They're kind of weird, you know. I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. they come out and they play really well. Kirk Cousins plays well, um, and then other times you're like, "Oh my God, these guys are a dumpster fire." But I mean, obviously they have a lot of weapons. They've got Thielen, they've got Cook, um, they got Justin Jefferson, former LSU. Yeah, going to be now, of the year. now he's 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 a potential. He's on the list, the short list, I would say, for offensive uh, rookie of the year for sure. He'll definitely. I think he's got it. Yeah. He's, I mean. Um, but uh, but I feel bad that the players have to play a game on Christmas Day. Yeah, it does. Um, Entertain but, uh, us, players. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see the Saints. You know, this is again, this is a talented team. When push push comes to shove, when it's all all said and done, this is actually a talented team. Uh, I think their record shows that that. Uh, and I think that uh, I don't see them losing three games in a row, and I see them being able to beat the Vikings. I don't think necessarily it'll be an easy affair, but um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Saints uh, 27 
and uh, I'll say Vikings 20. Ooh. And uh, I have to continue to go with... Um, Oh, I never. We never answered the question about Marquez. Who, 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 who we, who would oh, yeah. we pick to come back, Deontay or Marquez? I thought you um, said Harris. And that's and that's man. That's that's honestly a tough question. Uh, I think Deontay is the better kick returner, um, but Marquez, Marquez, they need a uh, bad. he's he's better as a receiver. Uh, and I mean, I guess at this point they could really use help at the receiver position uh, <laughs> as just as much in the return game. So I guess I would say Marquez. Um, but so I'm going to say whoever's uh, returning kicks, they're going to, they're going to run one back. <laughs> ride that it's to not end. likely to happen if it's not Marquez or uh, Deontay, but yeah. I'll, I'll do a second. Uh, I'll do a second one. Um, I'm going to say uh, Lattimore gets a uh, pick six. They want to bring him to camp. He looks like a star of the day for the Saints. Dave, you need to, for the playoffs, don't predict a punt return, and then it will happen. And right. we can and like we it. can just we can you we can blame you you can be sad, shoot. but then you can also take credit for it. That's mm-hmm. what you need to do. That's um I, the thing is I know a lot of Saints fans on Twitter are like uh, Mike Zimmer, he has the Saints number. He knows how to stop their offense. The Saints offense is beat up. This is a good, this is potentially a disaster. But here's the thing I think most Saints fans don't realize about the Vikings. The reason they kicked the Saints' ass on offensive line in that playoff game was because they had Emerson Griffin. They had Danell Hunter. Danell Hunter, he's on IR. He's out for the year. Griffin, he plays for the Cowboys. So, like, that magic formula that the, the Vikings had where they put those two dudes uh, between the center and guard and manhandled the Saints interior, they can't do that. They can't stop the run for shit. The Bears ran for 200 yards against them. Um, they'll throw the ball some on the Saints, but I think the Saints will get after them. Uh, the thing is, to me, Dave... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. 
It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. I know the Saints lost three games in 2009, but it really wasn't. They didn't really lose three games in a row. They lost two and then had a forfeit against Carolina the last week. The Saints, when they've had winning seasons under Sean Payton, I don't remember them ever having a three-game losing streak in any of his years where they had a winning season. Now, they have had losing streaks other times or bad starts, you know, started 0-4, 1-5 and all that. But when they've been good, like, they don't lose three in a row. And I just think, like, yeah, the Saints. Yeah, that's, that's where I was going with them, yeah. Yeah, I just think they're going to they're gonna win. Uh, and I think they're going to win comfortably because here's the thing, another thing that's sneaky bad about Minnesota. Their kicker is a dumpster fire. Like, he missed – did he miss five kicks against the Bucks? So, like, <laughs> they have serious kicking issues in a close game. And I could see this game being, like – the Saints score and it's seven, and Minnesota drives down. Saints hold them. They go to kick a field goal. They miss it. Saints get the ball back, score again, and it's fourteen nothing. And it, Saints are on their way. Uh, I'm gonna pick the Saints. I'm gonna pick the Saints twenty-seven to seventeen. It won't be that close because Kirk Cousins is gonna have a garbage time touchdown. I think the Saints are gonna have another great defensive performance. They're going to win, and then they're going to get to rest everybody week 17 against Carolina, uh, get ready for the playoffs, whoever that'll be. Um, 
you know that but that would be a that would be a question Dave I guess if they win Friday and they clinch the division will Sean Payton give a shit about being the third seed versus the second seed or will he prior pri- will he prioritize rest over seeding because it's one thing to say we got to win a division so we can get a home game but it, will he give a will he care about seeding uh knowing that he's not going to get a bye that's a that's a really interesting question i think that is and i don't i don't know if i know the answer to that to be quite honest with you um because the thing is because the thing is if if Seattle is the 2 seed then you got to go to Seattle if you win the first game and you got to play in the freaking rain and maybe the cold and you don't want that so like maybe you want to play it out and play hard in week 17 cuz you want to be the 2 seed cuz you're like look if we're the 2 seed we can have two home games before we go to Green Bay so it's an interesting it's it it's an interesting it's an interesting thought process that I hope they have to have because I hope they beat Minnesota. But uh it'll be it'll be interesting and I think I, I think I think Peyton's always gonna go for the win, is always gonna go for getting you know, just Well being the, the, best, the thing being, is though, getting, you gotta remember in the best position. Yeah, the thing you gotta remember about Peyton is twenty and he's he's admitted this. Uh twenty thirteen has really shaped his feelings about what to do the last week of the year because in 2013 they tried to do it halfway because remember if the Saints would have won and Atlanta would have lost the Saints would have got a bye and so the Saints were like scoreboard watching and they played the starters but then they pulled them and uh no I'm sorry it was 2010 that that happened and they tried to do it and and the thing that happened in that game they lost Malcolm Jenkins and Jimmy Graham in the third quarter against Tampa. So Sean Payton has kind of looked at it as like, either you go all out and try to win or you rest everybody. Like you should, you can't kind of go this half degree sort of way because it bit us in the ass. And he always talks about that. So it'll be really, it'll be really interesting to see uh, what they do. But guys, hey, have a happy holiday. If you travel or whatever you're doing, be safe. Uh, try to survive this horrible fucking pandemic year with these holidays, um, you know, and treat yourself or a family member to the Saints Happy Hour podcast. We had like four people today sign up for annual. They save, they get two months free and they get their booze bundle. It's amazing. You should do it. So just saying. At com. Yes, right. Dave has some amazing freaking merchandise. Uh, I've, I send people there all the time who are like, I want another shirt. I want more sw- I want more items with the, the logo and stuff. Can I get it? I'm like, go to saintshappyhourshop.com. And if you're a patron, you get a discount. We don't tell you the discount on the show. you got to be a patron. But if you're a patron, we send you a little surprise. You get a nice little discount. So for Dave, for Kevin and Andrew, who are MIA, I'm Ralph. Until next time, the bar is closed. Merry Christmas, everybody.